Welcome to Dear Instructional Designer, Episode 9. Welcome back to Dear Instructional Designer, the show about the instructional design journey. I'm your host, Kristen Anthony. Last episode, I caught up with my good friend, Mel Milloway, and she encouraged all of us to work towards what we want to be doing. She described some of the projects she was working on for her own professional development, a tutorial on changing the background color in Storyline, as well as a tycoon game in Construct 2. She also describes how she has, in the past, worked on projects during her lunch hour in order to prototype a new idea or show her supervisors that she was ready to take on a new or different task. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend it. So however and whenever you decide to, I hope that we can all agree that there are a lot of competencies involved in instructional design and development, graphic design, presentation design, video creation, UX, and the list goes on, and that in order to get better at them, we can't just talk about them, right? We can't just read about them. We have to make the time to practice. This episode, I want to dig a little deeper into what it takes to plan and track your personal learning projects. But why, right? Why would I go through all of this trouble? Couldn't I just be doing stuff? Well, my first step has always been just writing down my ideas. Taking time to record all of your various ideas is just a great practice in and of itself to help you get comfortable generating ideas over time. There may come a time when you look back over an idea and think, what was I on when I wrote that? Or you may think, wow, that's a great idea. The thing is, You'll never get the chance to have either reaction if you don't remember the idea because you didn't write it down or record it in some way. One of the things I've taken up is having a tiny little notebook that I carry around to write down all of my ideas without censoring. I have a colleague who does something similar with a heftier hardback notebook and colored pencils. He even numbers his wild ideas. I think the key here is having some place to record all of your middle-of-the-night epiphanies or wild ideas, if you prefer, without judgment. Just write them down. Give yourself a bounty of stuff that you can keep coming back to. The second reason why planning and tracking personal learning work is important is, hey, we're only human and it is so easy to procrastinate, even on the things that we think are super cool or super important. And life is busy. Things come up and it's easy to forget to practice or experiment or read. So planning your own learning or side projects is a great way to make sure that you make time to fit these things into your life. And tracking is equally important to help you understand where you're making progress, helping you to build and keep momentum by showing that you are actually completing things, you're actually getting stuff done. You can use a system like a Kanban board, I use Trello, to track your side projects, books you want to read, online courses you want to take, conferences you want to submit proposals to, game jams you want to enter, and whatever other kind of work you want to focus on. A Kanban board is a work and workflow 
visualization tool that enables you to optimize the flow of your work. The idea is that the board will help you to easily see status, issues, and progress. Many people use these boards to organize their work in a week-by-week fashion. So you would dig into your notebook of wild ideas, pick one idea that you want to implement, and use the Kanban board, which can be made of post-it notes, by the way, if you'd prefer, to split out that work into smaller pieces that you can accomplish. I'll admit I don't actually use mine that way, maybe I should, but I tend to list lots of the projects that I'm most interested in in a to-do list and drag the things that I'm currently focused on into an in-progress list. I also have an on-deck list for things that I think I should focus on next. And obviously there's also a done list where things go when I've accomplished them. However, I do take the concept of splitting projects into smaller pieces quite seriously. Take this podcast. It's super easy to procrastinate on writing out new episodes or editing my interviews after they're done. So I'll create a Trello card that splits this big task into smaller ones like write the intro and the outro to episode X, um, record episode X intro and outro, script out episode X plus one. And these sorts of things go into checklists. I also use the board for those other kinds of personal projects. For example, I'm using Treehouse as one of my resources to learn to program in JavaScript. I've listed out the courses involved in their full developer track, and each of them has a checklist item that I can tick when I've completed it. I've also used it to help me finish reading books like Kathy Sierra's Badass or currently John Medina's brain rolls. Listen, I've tried a lot of other task management systems, including gamified to-do apps, list apps, and this is just the one system I actually find myself using consistently. And I think that's probably because it's on my own terms. I decide what gets done and when. I have a plan, as we talked about during the launch week episodes on creating a really awesome portfolio, but I also have the flexibility to change my mind. If one project begins to take priority, I can make that change without any gamification app trying to push me for it. Something else might work for you. And a system like this not only helps with planning things that I want to do, but again, also that tracking where I am on them. Ticking off the items in a card's checklist and moving cards between the decks gives me a bird's eye view of what I'm actually getting done especially if you organize your board um, around your making cycles, be that weekly, monthly, or what have you, you can have a really good view of your actual productivity around the goals you set for yourself. You can even integrate Trello with some calendar apps so you can set a date for tasks in Trello and ping yourself to get that stuff done. There's a pretty good email course from a service called Highbrow, which is a subscription learning provider, I'd actually like to dive into their model in another episode. They have a course on creating a productivity system, which might be interesting to you, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Before we go, I want to leave you with this. The key value in taking time to plan and track your side projects is to move beyond just a list of stuff that you might want to do one day and to break down larger tasks into smaller ones that you will find easier to accomplish and where appropriate also give yourself a deadline and milestone dates so things don't fall by the wayside 
and that is a much more effective way of setting yourself up for success. Thank you so much for listening. I want to know what you think. Have you been enjoying the podcast so far? Anything you'd like to hear discussed? Anything annoying? Go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. Your review will help me to know how I'm doing, help me to know if you're finding the podcast useful at all, and it'll help other IDs find this podcast too. You can find me on Twitter at AnthChris, or you can send me an email at Kristen at DearInstructionalDesigner.com. We'll be back next week with another interview with an instructional designer. I'll talk to you again soon. Take care.